Hey, this is Sydney Manning, and you're listening to Live from the Cafe, recorded live at Venture Cafe Cambridge, where innovation is for everyone. The following feature interview was recorded with Eric Modell, founder of Bean Trust, a corporate and events coffee curation company. Eric has been a longtime member of the Venture Cafe community, and during the interview, we discussed today's culture, the history of coffee, and Eric's unique view of value. Enjoy. We are sitting here today with Eric Modal, uh, founder of Bean Trust Coffee. Eric has been a longtime community member in Venture Cafe. Eric, welcome. How is your day going? It's going great. Tell me what your morning has been like. Your routines are something that are fun to follow because you're so active on Instagram. I sort of know what you're doing every day, but why don't you walk me through what you did today? Sure. Well, firstly, I woke up with a cup of coffee, which I have in hand. Which I think is fitting. Oh, it tastes so great. It was a made, a pour-over bar. This particular cup was made just a few minutes ago, downstairs on the third floor. But I did start my day with a pour-over coffee, similar to this. What blend were you drinking this morning? Very similar, exactly the same Exactly the one? Yeah, it was a Colombian coffee. Beautifully fresh roasted, light roast coffee. Something that sort of annoyed me when I started drinking coffee was everything seemed to be so dark roast it almost was burnt. It wasn't until relatively recently I started drinking lighter roast coffees and could start distinguishing different tastes in them. And it's like this whole world of coffee has opened up before me. Yeah, that's what I really enjoy. For instance, when I started off this morning with that cup of coffee, I could smell all the smells. I could just relax. I had a nice little quiet time after brewing the coffee and tasting it. And I think that light roast coffee really resonates with its origin and doesn't add a roast profile to it. So it's nice just to taste that coffee in some ways as it comes from that location. You can taste a little bit more, I think a lot more, of what's growing around the coffee plant. And it it reminds you that it does come from a plant. It's not something that's just manufactured. That's what I like most about it. Exactly. I don't know if uh, many people know this, but coffee is quite complex. Actually, there are about a thousand different identifiable compounds, solubles and volatiles. Well, in coffee versus like wine, 300, 400. So I had no idea. That's fascinating. So after your morning cup of coffee, what did your day look like? So I had a commute from Beverly into what I call my parish, which is Cambridge, Somerville, and Boston. So on my hour and a half commute this morning, I ended up at Greentown Labs, which is one of my favorite places to go. And I go there every Thursday morning. And one unique event over there that has happened for the last year or so is Thursdaying. And it is an event where I bring fresh bread, coffee, and there's really no agenda other than people getting to know who people are. As the community has grown from 30 or so up to 600 or so, it's been really important to keep connectedness with people. That sounds right up your alley. Did you design this event or it it just serendipitously happened? Well, it was born out of a need. As Greentown Labs grew from 28 Dane Street to 444 Somerville Avenue, there was a disconnect with the place that they began. So 
it was fairly obvious that we needed to listen to those people over at 28 Dane Street and do something that was home-like. So it was pretty natural. And I found over time that doing consistent events breeds trust and creates a place where people can count on going and knowing that this will be a comfortable place to meet others and to celebrate friendship. So after Greentown Labs, you came over here to the CIC? Actually, I went to Another MIT, okay. uh, the engine. Yesterday, I did a little taste test between light roasts and dark roasts with French presses, and I also had some sweetbreads and a baguette from my daughter's company, Bonnie Breads. And today, I found the results because they wanted to upgrade their light roasts and dark roasts. So they chose a Colombian, and they also chose a Cosmos blend. So I picked up the French presses and my tray, and I had a tapestry from Guatemala. So I had a little look and aesthetic. So I picked everything up. And I left a sourdough there for today just for them to break bread for lunch and enjoy kind of the ambiance of of bean trust as as I left. Yeah. So in case you can't tell... Eric is in the coffee world. Eric founded Bean Trust four years ago. In fact, I was in that conversation as he decided to make the leap to start his own venture four years ago at the Venture Cafe, born right out of our community. Tell me about Bean Trust. Tell me how it started from your recollection. Well, in 2015 of October, I had decided to leave a company that I had been at for about 30 years and familiar with bringing products to market with that prior company and understanding distribution, I felt like I could go out on my own and do something revolutionary. And that was building community through coffee. And so that was four years ago in November of 2015 that I started Bean Trust. Does it feel like four years ago? It went just so fast. So what are the first steps? Tell me what exactly Bean Trust can offer. What does it do for the community? Well, before that, I felt like the community being here at Venture Cafe, the community here is a place of trust, a place that trusted me, resonated with my mission and vision, and believed in me. So in some ways, that is what I as Bean Trust can bring to not only a local community, but I believe to a global community, is that sense of believing in others, trusting in others, resonating with others' missions, and really encouraging one another. And I found as Bean Trust has grown in its mission, what they do, what we do, and its vision, and its scope of distribution of fresh roasted coffee, and events that it has had much opportunity in connecting with the local university scene, the local co-working scenes, and so I'm not sure if that answers the question or if I... I I think this is so critically important for people out there considering making the jump, wanting to start their their first companies or maybe another company, is you start with the mission. You start with what you're trying to achieve. And I like when you answered that question, you didn't say that 
we provide the highest quality coffees and uh, coffee services for co-working spaces and events, you went into what you were trying to build, and that's community. That, that, that word community seems to be all around what you're trying to do with Bean Trust. Why do you think that's so important to what you're trying to accomplish? And I think that probably answers that first question is because that leap is a tough leap. But if you are so emboldened or convicted that there is a major problem facing culture and that you have the wherewithal to go out and to address that problem, then be encouraged and go. And that's what happened to me. I was sensing this profit-saturated, driven world around me and the need for genuine connection. And I felt my, not only my passions, but my expertise lined up with doing something about that. So let's talk about coffee because really that factoid at the beginning of our conversation is really fascinating. What are the biggest trends in coffee that you see? Where do you think the coffee drinking world is going over the next five to 10 years? So thinking about forward thinking, it's often good to ask myself the question, what has happened? So tracking over the last number of years, we could do a quick history lesson on coffee. And coffee really came about in the 800s and Ethiopian culture, and then quickly went to coffee houses in the 1200s, 1300s, 1400s, 1500s, 1600s. And lots of business was born out of those coffee houses and lots of ventures. Some people credit the Renaissance on coffee's introduction and popularity in Europe. I believe it is so. I think good thinking, executive functioning, uh, is highly resonant with, with, I believe, coffee and good community. And that was, yeah, I could totally see that. The continuing the history lesson into the 1700s, and Bourbon varietals coming out. Uh, Bourbon varietal was a coffee that grew up on the eastern side of Africa, and then the island was later named Reunion. But that Bourbon varietal went to Brazil and came up through Central America. 1800s, 1900s, uh, there was movement from German culture and coming into Central America and processing, 40s, the wars that happened, the diminution of quality after that. So then we got into the 50s, 1960s. Everyone's drinking coffee out of a tin can, Mr. Coffee. Yep. 70s, 80s. There was like this cry for better coffee. And I started blending coffees in the 80s. Starbuck came in the 70s. Pete's was in 1966, the first dark roasted coffee. Yet Starbucks really gained growth in the 90s. In 2008, Blue Bottle came around, which was a medium roast, light roast. And 
then venture capital people started looking at at the opportunities. Nestle's eventually bought Blue Bottle. Another holding company bought Intelligentsia, Pete's, Stumptown. So the opportunities within better coffee and community, I saw as an opportunity. So not only having really awesome coffee, but having true community like it was years ago. And so that's where it resonates with my mission of what I do, is I try to practice that old world hospitality in our fast-paced data-driven world. And coffee is such an easy way to access the table or access coming together and having a good conversation. There are a number of different forms your coffee takes within the building. You have your nitro cold roast up on at the 14th floor. You have a beautiful pour over bar on the third floor. That's something you wouldn't have seen in an office 10 years ago. Um, Why do you think that is? Thanks, Frank, for bringing that up because you're helping me answer that other question about what's my forward thinking. And that is intriguing because a vision, when you're looking forward, you're not there yet, but you're looking forward to what should be coming down. What is the cathedral out there that you want to build that's beyond yourself? And that's exactly it. What you're saying is bringing those two together. Cold brew, which I was the first to Boston to bring cold brew. How do I bring cold brew in a way that builds community? The pour-over bar down on the third floor. How can I have a light roast and a dark roast and a dynamite decaf that really bring people together that want to smell all those smells and taste all those tastes and meet new people? And it's not highly curated, but it's that old-world hospitality. So it's bringing awesome coffee and that old-world hospitality together. And I believe that Bean Trust is so well suited right now for meeting that need for, I believe, the biggest problem that we're facing is a lack of genuine connection. Well, Eric, I am thankful that there is not a community coffee pot here anymore brewing Robusta coffee like in the 1980s. I'm thankful for your friendship and everything that you've done to be a part of the Venture Cafe family. Um, I'm thankful for your time right now sitting down to do this interview. So we'd like to wrap up these features sections by asking each of our guests to offer something that they can lend a hand to the community, something they can give to the community. And then what's one way that the community can support you and Bean Trust in your mission? So I hinted at it earlier where Venture Cafe, for me, was a place that trusted me, believed in my mission, and resonated with all that I wanted to do. And so I am thankful, personally, for this space, and you personally, too, Frank, for being there. And so, in a very simple way, I would like to reflect that back and to be there for others, to listen to them, listen to their mission, their vision, what actually they are going to be doing, and to be available for them. Help them connect with the large community that I'm connected with, if appropriate. Help them engage and onboard here so that they can then help others to do what has happened to me.
and encourage others. I feel like in our world, if we can have a place that is open to everyone, that is a place of encouragement, then together it would be a mutual work and it goes beyond us. So I would love to be more and more a part of that type of community. And that's why I love this place. And I want to give all that I have toward here and in some ways receive all that is here. I think that's a great answer. Eric, thank you so much for your time. If anybody listening wants to find out more about Bean Trust and Eric's story, you can visit him online at beantrustcoffee.com or go ahead and shoot him an email at eric at beantrust.com. That's Eric with a K, E-R-I-K at beantrust.com. Or it's actually beantrustcoffee.com. Beantrustcoffee.com. Okay, we'll correct that. Live from the Cafe is produced and disseminated by the Venture Cafe Foundation, a nonprofit organization striving to better connect the innovation community. To learn more about our events and resources, please visit us online at VentureCafeCambridge.org or come visit us at One Broadway in Cambridge, Massachusetts every Thursday from 3 to 8 p.m.